Welcome to Hills I Die On. Thanksgiving stinks. Being old is awesome. I believe twins should be separated at birth. The Bachelor is the perfect way to find love. Adults who like Disneyland are deeply unwell. Welcome to Hillside Diane. I am simply ecstatic to be recording today because today I have with me an A-plus new guest who is also an A-plus new friend. Isn't that so cute? Oh my God. Adult friendships, it can be real. Um, she is a <laughs> writer slash comedian who has written for publications such as The Onion and Reductress and has a very popular Twitter account that I am often so jealous of. Please welcome to the podcast, Lizzie Logan. So happy to be here. Katie, if you're listening, hello. Hi, Katie Newman, <laughs> shared manager extraordinaire, just ha- gave birth to new baby. We love it. We love cute new baby Arlo. Welcome, and this is, Arlo. This is um, related to our topic today. Is it? Oh, it could be. Very I, well, well, I mean, g- generally. You know, you know, it's funny. That absolutely could generally be related. But I also realized the way we met our, each other could be very well related. Um, do you remember where and how we met each other? Didn't we meet on Twitter? Well, we met on Twitter, but in person for the very first time. It was Andrew and Chris. Yeah, it was at a Halloween party. Yes. And then at that Halloween party, we bonded, became fast friends, Mm -hmm. then got in line for a tarot reader. And in that line, I started to talk to a girl in front of me. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Who will remain nameless. uh, She won't remain nameless at all. But I was grilling her with questions. (laughs) But she was so polite. She was so kind answering my questions. And when she finally got herself out of the situation, I turned to Lizzie and I said, I know her, but I just can't place why and you said well that's mara wilson yeah she's like a, <laughs> you, you don't know her taylor she was like in mrs doubtfire yeah, that's and why she looks she's familiar matilda. she was matilda you which... are assaulting matilda thinking you know her as a friend but you don't you just recognize her face from famousness yeah. uh which i find incredibly serendipitous because completely unrelated you came to me with this hill that i can't wait to talk about which yes. is Child acting should be illegal. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. I also find it amusing because you just confessed to me that your cat's name is Matilda. My cat's name is Matilda. So were you also having a moment or do you know Mara? Um, I don't know her, but I knew that she, like, I knew that we had mutual friends. Yes. Um, so I was not surprised to see her there. Right. Um, I don't. And I no, had yeah. no idea. Thought but we I also, I'm very good at recognizing celebrities okay and it is my greatest weakness i'm barely i can barely recognize like old friends yeah i'm i'm very good at recognizing celebrities i yesterday was on a walk with our mutual friend dana and um two like little starlets walked by and i was like that's so and so and so and so she was kind of like they were just like who were they uh it was rachel sennett and kaya gerber i know rachel a tiny bit rachel if you're listening you're great (laughs) um uh, but they were just like walking kaya had a dog and i was just like yep i know and you can just tell i could just i i don't know if it's like i watch too much tv and i they've all imprinted in my brain it's amazing but you, yeah, Mike will, has it. Mike can see people from like miles away. He'll be like, it's Simon Rich on a run. I'm like, first of all, he's <laughs> a writer who no one ever knows what writers look like. Second I can spot all, Simon Rich. He's like, can you? <laughs> I could if I tried. Okay, I, I mean, that's truly amazing. Uh, I love that very much. Um, but yes, I, well, are those little starlets, were they child actors by chance? Or uh, no. But they're adult. Actors. They're just like young you just, girls. You just yeah. great, great, great. Um, I'm just wondering if that was a proper segue into the conversation ah. that we're about to dive into, which I really can't wait to do. I'm excited. Because as you know, I've worked not only with 
lots of children, but with a lot of actors who were children, who were child actors, and I, are now adult actors and have a lot to, lot to digest. I really would love to hear your Okay. Well, oh, you will. You will. But I want to get into it. First and foremost, what is your villain origin story? Have you always felt this way? Did something happen to... Um, okay. So I definitely wanted to be a child actor. Oh, really? Yeah. That was like... When I was younger, I just wanted to be on Disney Channel and like that was yeah, who didn't? my dream. But my mom was like, no, you have to go to school. And like looking back, I'm like, why didn't ever like, yes. Well, you're you like how lucky to you were to, to have a parent say you have to go to school. Yeah. Or even just like this is part of my hill is like it's not that like the Disney kids are not having a good time necessarily, oh, sure, sure. but that like, yeah, you have to go to school in this country. Sure. Like, yes. Like, um, which we'll totally get into. Yes. Right. Um, so yeah, I guess that's just, did you still act as a child? Like, were you like in school kid? plays and okay, stuff? Great. I, I, yeah, for, I think probably till I was 18, I like thought I wanted to be oh, an actor. And you're from and San Francisco. I am. Right. Okay, great. So you were a little like theater adjacent. Like it's not like you grew up in LA where you were surrounded by kids who were actually doing it famously. No. (laughs) Okay. I had always wanted to do that. And then as I got away from wanting to be an actor, but got more into the industry, seeing how like physically tiring it is and all of like how just stressful it is to be yes. on set, even if everyone's like being nice to you. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Even Absolutely. like not an abusive situation, but just the long hours. I'm like, kids should not, like this is not a place okay, for great. kids. So you didn't see like some specific tragedy unfold and be like abort mission. Although I'm sure we'll right. get into the ones that we know that some of the more famous child actor gone wrong cases. Yes. Um, but great. That's a great origin story. Uh, you seem to have a gorgeous yes, folder I wrote, of notes. I wrote notes. And I don't want to interrupt. Do you want to just dive into it? Sure. Okay, great. So this is my 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 reasoning. Perfect. Because I think, you know, being like anti-child acting is like a not super controversial. Like, I feel like it would be a little creepy to be like, no, I'm very pro. Great. I and know. I will be playing that role today. So just prepare. Be Perfect. <laughs> but my reasoning is it. it's not that it's like inherently harmful. Oh, interesting. And it is not that like they turn out badly. Okay. Because I think you can have a shitty childhood no matter what. Great. Like there are plenty of abused kids who like don't have stage moms. Absolutely. And you can also like wind up, you know, like losing your life to drug addiction without having been an actor. Yeah, for, and a Disney You know, like for 10 people years, love sure. to draw like, oh, they were famous young, so then they ended up being a creep at the end. It's like, well, a lot of people a lot yeah. of people end up that way. Also, that's not exclusive to children actors either. Let's be honest. Right. Adult actors. Absolutely. Well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but anyway, continue. Right. So my thing is just, um, we don't let children have jobs in this country. Correct. And acting is a job. It is. I do find it fascinating. I was talking to a friend who prefers to remain nameless, who has directed a lot of um children Mm -hmm. shows and whatnot and he did point out to me that SAG is like one of the only if not the only labor union that has children Mm -hmm. and you know there's no children like you know in the teamster truck union or like you know the pipe fitters but like we do allow it to happen right and it's like if you're pro worker shouldn't you be like pro letting children not 
work. Like sure. it is a time before you are supposed to be working. Sure. Sure. I completely, I, I can't disagree with you. However, I do have to point out that there are different rules for kids at the very least. So again, it's, I'm going to be kind of pulling at straws mm-hmm. here, defending, <laughs> defending this, but we do have some for those interested. For example, kids can only work up to, uh, I think six hours until they're eight. And then after eight, you can only work eight hours, I think until you're 18 yeah. that only being said eight hours yes which only. is a full day of work <laughs> oh, you're so right only eight only yeah. eight hours is which is how yes. long adults Let are me be at very work clear. yeah the truth is we're abusing everyone in the industry especially our crew who has to be the first and in the last out and our actors are getting away mostly unscathed and eight hours is crazy uh however you can also take a test it's essentially like an actor ged where if you take it when you're younger and pass it okay. it makes you legal 18 and so then you can work adult hours because you legally get your actor GED. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and so this is my, so I don't know what I, you have definitely done more research and also have worked with child actors. You, sure. so you know the rules more. I looked up just like, how is it legal? Like at all? Yeah. And basically like the core rules that apply to child actors also apply to like other kids who have jobs. Like no one is allowed to, have a job that like, uh, or like children are not supposed to have jobs that they could get injured yeah. and you still have to go to school mm-hmm. and there's a certain amount of hours and, you know, people have to be on set like for your welfare or mm-hmm. like people have to be at the job for your welfare. But here's my, here's my thing. If you have a paper route <laughs> or you're a babysitter or you bag groceries after school at like your parents' deli, mm-hmm. those are all jobs that children have but they're you're only doing the job at the job child actors are also going to auditions and are also getting headshots and they're also taking classes and they're also doing press yeah so it's like even if technically the hours are okay it takes up your whole life yeah very, like very there's so. no way to make it a part-time no especially in the age of social media where it's like we have to promote ourselves we have to do the tiktok dance we have to do our own short film right so that's my thing where it's like it's not just like a little gig interesting okay i like that i i I can't disagree with that at all i'm trying to think of any other position that would be in but no you when you're a babysitter you leave the job you can't like you don't come home and blog about unless you're the babysitter's club arguably and then they're doing that like by choice they're not even getting paid you're so right you're so right you're you're very right um i will also say uh just as a point for you but something that i found fascinating uh is that uh, when you are doing this, you know, children, other child labor, like when I was a babysitter, I got paid in cash mm-hmm. and then I kept that cash. Mm-hmm. And then that was my allowance to use as I please. Mm-hmm. I imagine that happens in most cases. Maybe in some you're coming home and giving it to your parents. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know everyone's uh, scenario, um, but I find it interesting that uh, in a lot of these situations, um, kid actors, when they make their money, um, they... It has been a known issue that their parents take this money. Mm-hmm. Now, there is these things called Coogan accounts to protect against parents from stealing all of their money, but it only requires 15% of a child's actor income to be placed in this account. So like if you made $40,000, your parents could keep all but 6000 of that. And right. that feels like some scary incentive to push your kids into this thing that could make you no money, mind you, right? but could make you a lot of money as an adult. 
it's not a good thing. And to me, it just, it tends to attract some unique parenting styles. I think it attracts, see, that's the thing is that it attracts the people who wouldn't say, no, you need to go to school. Sure. And look, set school is a thing. (laughs) I can't, I cannot speak on behalf of how good set school is because in my experience, it's not, not real. I have, my only experience of it is there's a show on Netflix called love where the main male character is an onset tutor and his client doesn't learn anything. Yes, and okay. He's very bad at his job. <laughs> and I feel as though that is a pretty accurate representation of what happens. Yeah. We would have to pause every so often on various shows for the kids to do set school. And it was like, okay. <laughs> it's, it's because, and you know what, like who can blame them? Like I wouldn't be able to concentrate. Sure. Like if I had just worked five hours like emoting with a like I would not learn a thing totally and completely you're right it's it's asking a lot I find that actually super interesting too as that's another point for you I'm doing a terrible job of defending this (laughs) but as a point for you it's that if you're going to be an actor, especially a good actor, we are ac- asking you to access different emotions. Mm-hmm. Now, it's one thing if you're accessing like joy yeah. and comedy, maybe, you know, Disney Channel esque, sure. but it's another thing if you're asking someone to access darker emotions, because as we know scientifically, accessing any emotion can make you actually feel that thing. Mm-hmm. So if you are playing a a more challenging child actor role, you could be putting yourself in harm's way of developing these emotions and not necessarily having the emotional wherewithal to differentiate between the two. Exactly. So this is, I mean, she seems to be doing great and that's great, but SNL had a good running joke of like the Dakota Fanning show where they would just talk about this, where it was like, hi, I'm Dakota. I'm 10. I just had some juice. I'm going to go prepare for my role as a rape victim. (laughs) She was doing these very dark adult movies (laughs) as a kid. And this is so like a within this hill babies. Yes. When babies are crying in a movie, the baby doesn't even know they're in a movie. They're legitimately (laughs) upset. (laughs) it's so sad to me I'm always like that baby does not know that this is fake yes I I also have to point out the babies the babies are often played by twins so that there's even less amount of time that you can use each of them right um I I won't say which show or who but there was a baby on one show that the twins would come in and we would need them to be well behaved because they weren't really crying roles and um I'm pretty sure the parents were drugging them to the point where someone had to have a conversation with those parents because we were like they are old enough to walk now and we've never seen them leave their strollers and it was it was very alarming um but (laughs) should be illegal also a friend of mine just posted a very funny thing that i screenshotted for this uh it is a picture of a baby in a use a condom.com advertisement (laughs) of a baby that just says not ready for parenting (laughs) can you imagine your parents getting you into this you have no idea and now you grow up and you are the use a (laughs) condom.com baby you you don't have any say. Yeah, the kid on the Nirvana Nevermind covers really oh, mad about yeah. it. You're so right. You're so, he sued like multiple. He lost. Yeah, I think, right. I mean, like he doesn't have to identify. I I don't know the details of that suit, but it's it's a thing. That is a thing. Yeah. I, I'm surprised that he lost because like he's naked on that cover. And I mean, what was it like? A statute of limitations was up, but his parents. I mean, that would could really fuck with you. Yeah. Growing up being the kid who everyone's like, I've seen your dick. Oh man, that's dark. But like, I, my thing is like, they probably wouldn't know unless he told it. Like, I don't know that guy's name. 
No, I don't know that guy's name. And either. obviously people wouldn't recognize him based on what right? he looked like as a baby. However, I will say there's people who you like wouldn't recognize. But growing up, if your parents probably like they probably knew it was their kid. Sure. So they probably would get around. People. Exactly. Yeah. It's pretty hard to like hide things these days. It is. Although I it guess is. as an adult, he didn't have to make as much of a scene. He may have loved it secretly, I think was one of the defenses. But I don't know. That's tough. I don't know enough about that case either. But it's a thing. It's a thing. It's, a it's thing. definitely a thing. On the other end of that spectrum, though, back to our new BFF, Mara, who was truly so kind to me. I can't emphasize it <laughs> enough. Um, sorry, Mara. Um, she wrote a great book. I've only seen excerpts from it. Um, but she seems to have had the best case scenario yep. of how child acting could have gone and is now this completely well-adjusted, bright, went to NYU mm-hmm. at working is kind to strangers at a house party like (laughs) and seems to I think she also um, said in one of these excerpts that her mom um, she it didn't even occur to her at the time that she was making money and then when she realized one day like oh this was a job because she was just enjoying Mm -hmm. it she went to her mom and was like did I make money and her mom was like of course like and all the money is in an account and a hundred percent of it or aside from the ten percent that I think her mom took for management Mm -hmm. fees or whatever was completely there and ready to be used when she was old enough to have access and I was like what a wonderful there are six like listen jonathan taylor thomas dipped out of hollywood because he was done with it and Mm -hmm. as far as i know is like thriving sure hillary duff is thriving totally oh my god my favorite you know i've worked with daniel radcliffe the nicest man in hollywood harry potter I have Go a ahead. whole theory about the Harry Potter. He went through some dark times. He did. And he's very open about them. But um, one thing that I heard maybe like on a podcast was talking about the the producing team mm-hmm. was the same through a lot of those movies mm-hmm. and all of that. Basically, like they had almost as much stability as you would have going to the same school for nine years. Oh, sure. Where like that was very different from someone who maybe does like one movie here, one movie there, one movie here, one movie there where it's like they were allowed to grow up and have relationships with like adults and like mentorships and stuff that were steady. Like, you know, you see Maggie Smith year after year and out like the, the consistency really helped that whole cast like avoid a lot of the pitfalls. And you're right. Cause if you look at it, I mean, all three of the leads and then a lot of the side characters, a lot of the side characters, all all the teachers. Yeah. And like a lot of the producers and like, you know, I'm sure it was like, as a, from a kid actor point, they've turned out seemingly great. Like we haven't heard any, Emma Watson's so cool. She's the coolest. I love her so much. She's, she's unbelievable really cool she's fighting for women and yeah. breeding and she like directs all the red commercials stuff. and stuff totally yeah. rupert grant crushing crushing so adorable seems to be doing great there's been no the even, guy who played dean is like so hot and an actor the guy who played neville is so oh hot my god and an neville actor. thriving thriving what's his name tom Draco's somewhat thriving Dra- i think i think he's i think he's had some health issues but i think he's like doing great as a person mm. mm-hmm. i think I, I yeah from all uh, needless to say we haven't heard any like of uh, some of the darker stories a la the Amanda Bynes or the Lindsay Lohans who I hate to bring up because I believe Lindsay is back and thriving and her new Christmas movie was it was fine. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, fine. It was, it was fine. perfect. No notes. Didn't it, it was absolutely everything I wanted and more. She hasn't gotten a haircut since the last time we've seen her. Her voice is still Lindsay. She is still Lindsay. Half the half the intro never pays off at the end in a way that it doesn't matter because she's back. There are so many setups for jokes that they never bother writing. It's perfect. A punch it's check. It's Chekhov's Lindsay Lohan movie, and it is perfect. 
Uh, I loved every second of it. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, that's that's a really fascinating point you make about the Harry Potter universe yeah. because they really did. And I mean, Daniel truly like such a nice guy, very open about the fact that he struggled with um, alcohol abuse and is now, I think, sober, um, was the first at every read. Like at one point he called my bosses to say, well, can we please give the women more jokes? And I was like, what? A friend of mine from the show, another writer, was uh, he's also an actor, but he typically has to audition. And he was offered a uh, like an offer only role. And he was like, how the hell did I get that? And was they were like, Dan? Dan, Dan R. Dan R had thrown Zeke in there and he uh, gave him a role. Uh, like, I'm telling you, like best energy, happy to do anything, happy to collaborate. I, I, I just pray it maintains, but really I saw him in how to succeed in business on Broadway and he was like just a delight. Yes. Oh my God. I also saw that play, but it was my sister's 21st birthday and I was hammered. (laughs) So we showed up very drunk to meet my parents at the theater and they were like livid with us. And I just remember going up to the, like the ushers and being like, do you know where Harry Potter is? Man, like everyone in the world knows like, what Harry Potter the fuck down. Like <laughs> they were like, my parents were like, sit down, sit down right now. And then I fall asleep in the show. But I'm sure it was great. I'm sure it was a fantastic show. Yeah, it was good. Um, very interesting. Yeah, we we can't say the same. I mean, we can't talk about child acting or um, child acting without talking about you know some of the Amanda Bynes uh, or the Shia LaBeoufs. Do you know much about? Yeah, I mean, again, it's like people have mental health issues like may or may not have been exacerbated by their time in Hollywood, like may or may not have absolutely um, been triggered by their time in Hollywood. Amanda Bynes is a good example because back in my like wanting to be a child actor days, my mom, she wasn't like completely against the idea. Like I think she sort of thought like, you know, if, if we meet someone who can get this girl an audition, like she, you know, she would like let, me do it maybe but she wasn't really gonna like move the whole family yeah, down to great. LA and she all and I was always like mom like can I be an actor can I be an actor and she was always like yeah if you're like Amanda Bynes like that wow. was that was her idea of where I could like shine where she was like you you don't want to be Jaleel White the guy who played Urkel where it's mm-hmm. like she didn't want me to be some character where I'd never get cast as anything else and I'd be like a joke kind of and like I would just be hamming it up but she was like if you could do something like what Amanda Bynes is doing hilarious as if Amanda is the most grounded actor in the universe I mean she's very like she would just like do funny characters and seem to be having such a good time and again like to your point of you know she didn't really have to access negative emotions so true doesn't seem like she really had to memorize um like lengthy monologues like she had a sketch show yeah 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 kid could handle having a sketch show yes. maybe now I'm I don't know she got pretty angry she got pretty angry in those letters to Amanda sketch. Um, ask Ashley ask Ashley that's me that was my favorite thing on all that <laughs> amazing she was accessing some pretty uh, she was getting angry livid. she was getting angry totally but kidding. yeah she um just got out of her conservatorship like less than oh, no a year way. ago so congrats to Amanda man her and Brittany I mm-hmm. fantastic um, but yes there are there have been and like, you know, I I want to keep it light on the pod, but there's also like 
the horrors. Of course. Like, like some real horrors of like some, losing people and. And like, you know, basically like things that happen in hot tubs that absolutely. people have to stay quiet about because their parents are depending on the money that they make and the directors. Absolutely. I mean, did you read Jeanette McCurdy's book? I'm glad my mom died. I read like all the online excerpts. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you and know. that Nicole, she doesn't name him, so I won't name him. She names him one time. Yes, but that, <laughs> it's great. It's a great. The, I, I have to know if like, do you think the editors like caught it and left it or missed it? No, I think it was like, I think she was like, how many times can I do it? And they're like, well, one. Oh, really? Maybe. Interesting. I mean, I don't know. I just I ca- no felt idea. like I caught it when I got there. <laughs> but like, we all knew who he was. Everyone in the industry yes. knows. So that guy like needs to be in jail. Yeah. Um, Is he not? He's still working. He's not still working, okay, but I good. don't know that he's like ever been charged. I, like, I don't know that people have come forward. Really? Yes. Um, okay. But yeah. And like, and there's others yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, very much so. Um, Plenty of others. So that is another yes. iffy situation. Yes. There's I mean, a, and abuse in the workplace can happen for all of us, but when it's right. especially happening to children, it's just, yeah. And yes. And it, and it creates just like a lot of confusion later in life there was the I watched the documentary that like open secret that like played at a festival and then no one would buy it what was that one it's about like what happens to young boys and they have like throughout they're interviewing like um child agents and child managers this and that and there's this one guy who as the documentary is going along every time they like cut to his talking head he says something weirder and weirder and by the end he's like one of the people no. that they're calling out and they're like like at the beginning he's like yeah like you really have to respect kids boundaries there's a line you don't cross and then by the end he's like yeah that line can include like having sleepovers oh no and it's so That's weird so horrifying i, I mean, think you can find it on vimeo okay great. wait what's it called again I think it's called Open Secret. Open Secret. Okay. Oof. We got to watch that. That sounds real dark. I don't even know if I can handle that. (laughs) You don't have, I mean, you know, don't put yourself through it if it's going to be upsetting. Um, That's interesting. I I, I will say just back to the work thing too. I, I, again, I was talking to this director friend of mine who again, doesn't want to be named. um, But he said that when he got into this, that, and again, this is a point for you and it's hard to defend. Mm -hmm. uh, When he got into the industry, uh, someone told him at the beginning of his journey that one of the reasons that they don't do more to help with the mental health of young actors is because uh, if you admit how like precarious and potentially dangerous it can be, um, you're basically admitting liability. And so, whereas in other unions, like construction sites Mm -hmm. or whatever, there are rules. You have to wear hard hat. You have Mm to, you you have to use carabiner. You get, you get all snapped in. There's insurance premiums you pay because they're saying this is a risk by not doing that. Like they're basically just pretending that we don't think it's a liability. They're also probably saving money in Mm -hmm. doing so. And as you know, the people who control the money are usually um, baddies, big baddies. Um, Anyway, I just found that super interesting because I was like, yeah, I was just like, why don't we do like we have seen stuff happen. And I do think you're totally correct in that it's not exclusively people who work in this industry, but we do see it happen a lot. It happens a lot. And it's also like possibly a disproportionate amount. I think it is disproportionate and it's also there's so much wealth and resources here. Why not start here? Also, someone pointed out online, you don't need special training to direct child actors, (laughs) even though you need training to work with kids in almost every other capacity. Right. Like you need more like people on set. If you have like an animal on set, 
Oh, to- oh, totally. Like, <laughs> like the health I of mean, the animal, like, they, will, they will do every, they will shut down the set so that there can be like a horse. There, there might, there might, there might, it should be illegal too. There's some issues with animals on set. Well, they too. can, uh, uh, CGI that now. Yes, thankfully. Yes. Before you would get fined. Like it was like if you made a cat hiss on camera, you had to pay an extra like sixteen thousand dollars. Which again wasn't stopping us from doing it. It was just somebody else. Why can you make a baby cry? So true. Also, how do you do it? Do you just have to like get a colicky baby? You pinch their butt. You do. You pinch their butt. Oh. I mean, babies are like probably gonna cry most of the day anyway. Sure. But it's still upset. I. Interesting. This is like. A little bit of a tangent, and then I can give you my pitch okay, for how I we want can redo. I take it because I do want to know how. Yes, great. I have fixes. So I will also just <laughs> say, like, in terms of like watching children like access like sad emotions, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like my biological clock or what, but I I do not want to see kids be in a lot of like mortal danger. Mm-hmm. Like I. Like they had to put a a warning before the first scene of the new season of Stranger Things because it came right after school shooting and there's a lot of Mm. dead children in the opening shot. And I was like very glad they put a warning because it was a really upsetting shot. I was watching a recent, just like a Godzilla movie, which isn't even about kids, but there's a shot that's, it's the Golden Gate Bridge and I'm from San Francisco. So I'm already like identifying (laughs) and Godzilla is like making the bridge shake and there's a school bus on the bridge and the kids are screaming. And I was just like, nope, I don't ever want to hear a group of children scream in terror. Amazing. I never like I've watched the news too much. I was like, nope. I'm I out. get that. This I get is that. not fun. This yeah. is not a fun monster movie. I get that, but with like pets dying. Like yeah. it's so much harder to watch a movie with a pet dying than it is to watch a movie with an adult dying. Oh, adults die all the time. Yeah. That is, <laughs> what are you gonna do? used to it? Most most of them die anyway. So I definitely want to get into how we can change yes. this. My last um point in an effort to defend child acting for you would be that uh okay so say child acting does occasionally ruin the lives of a young one Mm -hmm. movies have been known to create empathy Mm -hmm. uh, bring people together Mm -hmm. and lead to some cultural relevancy and are you willing to sacrifice all of that good that could be given by film (laughs) lol to billions of people if it means sacrificing one person it's the trolley problem (laughs) um i mean like yeah like if it's gonna save but like i don't i think that kids can identify with non-kid characters okay well interesting well here's some of my like Here's some of my fixes. Okay, great. So okay, I think, let's get into it. Okay. So I think a large swath of children's entertainment can just be animated. Great. I love that. Like, um, and I think we can make, uh, we can be using the Muppets a lot more. <laughs> I'm not going to argue. <laughs> we not can be argue. using let's the Muppets the a Muppets lot everywhere. more. I think we, I think I definitely want to see like a little Jim Henson. Like you could do Sesame Street without little kids ever showing up. It could just be Elmo talking to an adult. So true. Or the celebrity guest of the week. So true. Like there's no kids inside the Teletubbies and kids watch that. You're so right. Coco Melon is like crack. Yeah. And, and adults do the voices All and it's fine. Yeah. Um, Like I watched a lot of like all those animated Disney movies. Oh, loved them. Loved yeah, them. There, were, there were not real children in Beauty and the Beast. No. <laughs> she wasn't what? even a child character. But Wait like. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's, I think you can get rid of a lot of those 
jobs um, just by animating them. Sure. You can extend the the disbelief a little farther mm-hmm. in terms of casting adults and like pretending that they're teens and kids. Yeah, and which stuff. let's be honest, we do anyway. Any teen show we watch, people are like 27 playing 14. Right. So like, can't someone be 18 playing, I don't know, 10? Or, so, okay. like, so do you think the cutoff should be 18? Well, I think there should be like stages kind of like how there are now, but it should be very strict. And I, here's my thing is like, I think if you, you can sell an 18 year old maybe as a 15 year old. And Mm -hmm. what if the stranger kids things like the stranger kids, kids, stranger things, kids, (laughs) don't edit. Thank you. The word things is in there. The stranger things, kids like, yeah, it's good that they're in middle school when it starts, but like they could have been a junior high in the first season. It still would have worked. Yeah. You're not wrong. Um, so here's my, my pitch. Okay is that it's like summer camp. So kids go to school all year. You have to go to school. If you want to be homeschooled for other reasons, fine. But during the, from September to the end of May, there is no child acting happening. Wow. Um, And then over the summer and maybe like in January, they release all of the, um, like the sides and the casting notices for all of the, kids roles that they need amazing and every kid now knows how to tape themselves Mm -hmm. so you upload Mm self-tapes and you just do everything with increasing amounts of self-tapes we are not dragging kids to auditions right no such thing as a child agent there should be no one whose livelihood depends on children doing (laughs) jobs (laughs) there should be no one who gets a 10 percent of a child's paycheck oh my god you're so right okay (laughs) there are no child agents there are no child managers um and then at the end of the year, you can go and you can do a project. You can shoot a bunch of scenes for a movie or you can, you know, if you were doing like Modern Family or whatever, you would have the you would have the kids have fewer plot lines and you would structure it so that, you know, maybe they're in six episodes out of the 22 episodes of the season and you shoot it over like six weeks in the Amazing. summer Incredible. and then the kid and there's no press kids never do press kids don't do publicity I don't want to see a kid on the tonight show they can do social media if they want yeah well, because this is the turkey. thing is again like they should be normal kids and it is now normal for kids to do social media true, so true. like if they want to give a little Instagram live interview if they want to do photo shoots and put them on TikTok wait like, a second are you saying it's not normal for kids to be on Kimmel <laughs> I don't think it's normal for kids to be on camel. Uh, I don't think that there should be adults um, try, like writing games, trying to get ratings based on what they can get kids to do. Yeah, like I think like that's a dance monkey dance. manipulative and weird. And like, yeah, so no incredible, no press. And um, the, the, I think the final rule um, is no, um, multi-year contracts interesting so if you are cast as like yeah i'll use modern family as an example like if you are in season one of modern family you better like if you're that showrunner you better be so nice to that kid and have them have such a good time that they want to come back the next season Mm -hmm. because if they don't like it you have to recast we're not making kids do anything that they don't want to do or pay back their contract because they're stuck in a contract that's Fantastic. And I think you could get a lot done. Uh, I'm voting for you for president of Hollywood. Of kid SAG. <laughs> and and I also think like, I think it would be good for more kids to do a little bit of acting rather than have like child stars who yes. are in three movies a year. Totally. You know, if you want to do like, 
one Disney movie a year, I think you can still have kind of a normal life. But if you're like suddenly everywhere, that to me is different. Which is interesting because then in that case, it's not even the acting that's the issue, it's the fame. And I do think that there is a point to be made that fame for (laughs) a lot of people can be a disastrous thing, Yes, Um, especially for kids. I can't imagine for several things. I can't imagine being famous as a child and not turning into a monster because I feel Mm -hmm. like even if I like made the a team on something I was like I'm good at this like, you're, <laughs> like I'm a dick and predisposed to be a dick and then I also on the other end of the spectrum can't imagine what it would be like when it all goes away mm-hmm. to feel like the best thing I ever did was when I was 11 say mm-hmm. right and that happens to the majority yeah. of kids the vast majority of children actors do not continue acting into adults some because they choose it and mm-hmm. wonderful and but and others not out of choice. Yeah. I think it's uh, uh, not like sustainable. Sure. It's very weird. I had a roommate who was in one Disney Channel original movie. <gasps> Which one? Um, Stuck in the Suburbs. <gasps> Love it. She plays like one of the friends on the soccer team. Oh, incredible. And Famous. she shot it over the summer. Mm-hmm. And when she went back to middle school, people were mean to her about it. They were mean to her about it. Yeah, because they were jealous. Okay, and, of course. And, uh, oh, and, man. And probably she bragged and was stuck up because sure, sure, she sure. was 12 and, you know, yeah. whatever. 12-year-olds are mean to each other. You're we so don't mean. have to fix Meanest that. Age. <laughs> but, like, from one Disney Channel original movie. Wow. So, I mean, can you imagine, like, and that's why all these kids are just, like, friends with each other. Right. You can't just, like, be Olivia Rodrigo's friend if no. you're just a normal kid. Right. That's tough. That would be insane. If you weren't pr- already her friend before she became Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. Interesting. Did you so watch you think the, the Selena same- Gomez documentary? No, it was a great. It was very interesting. She seems well adjusted. I know she's had a lot of health issues. She's had health issues. She's had mental health issues. Okay, I think yes. it's so great that she's outspoken, open about it. Totally. Um, but like, yeah, she did not, especially when you just grow up in that system, like you don't develop a lot of the skills. Yes, which can need. be said not just about acting, but children who go into music. I oh, mean, Taylor, Taylor Swift is very yes. open about this, yes. where she had to learn a lot of things. Like even I was, I was in an HBO documentary. I was nice. in an HBO documentary about Brittany Murphy, and like she <gasps> didn't her. know how to drive. Oh wow! Because she was always like driven to set, yeah. and that wasn't a good use of her time. Was to learn wow. how to drive, and LA is a driving city, so she was like at other people's mercy. Like right. she couldn't just get in a car and take herself to the doctor if she didn't feel well. Fascinating. She had to get someone to drive her. That is really fascinating. Yeah, there's there's a lot of arrested development, I yes. think, that comes with. I mean, you know, again, I've worked with a lot of kid actors who seem great. We have no idea how they're going to end up. Um, I've been very lucky that a lot of them have been wonderful. Many of their parents have been wonderful. Many of them also have not been. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I won't get into that. Um, but the the thing that's fascinating is when there's a kid on set and you're and you're treated like a star, your life you you immediately stop living in a world that's real. So yeah. like, for example, we'd be sitting there talking to one of the kids who first of all feels like he has to impress us nonstop. So it's like, instead of just saying hi, it's like, hi, here's what I've been working on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to direct. And so it feels like they have been trained to perform us. Mm-hmm. So even when they're, you know, on break, they're still working. Um, and then it's like, 
I'm thirsty and cold. And within seconds, somebody is handing them a Diet Coke and wrapping them in a blanket in a way that is just like not how it works in life and you know all these adults are laughing because they want you to do well later so they're every joke is funny and they're not going to tell you no because you're the star and if you cry then it's going to ruin the shot Mm -hmm. and so people stop treating you normally and I think in doing so you know somebody said something about how you stop your brain stops developing the day you become famous yeah and I don't disagree yeah I mean I think it's you're just it's like a fake world. Yeah. You're spending, there's a, a, it just got canceled, but reboot on Hulu. Um, uh, one of the like through lines was that the grown up version. Oh, that's right. Of the kid. Okay. There, there was a kid. It's a, it, whatever. It's like about a sitcom. And there was a kid who like spent more time with his TV dad than his real dad. And so when the show Within the show got Ugh. canceled. He was like, where's my family? I mean, did you watch the rehearsal? No. Okay. Oh, but I heard about that okay, thing. Yes. Everyone watch the rehearsal if you're interested in this. But was that a kid ethical? Who comes on. Big question. Big question mark with all of this though, right? Because similarly, I mean, they're making a joke about it. But if you spend all this time on set and you're accessing these emotions with this person and making it feel real and mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's he, the kid knows he's acting, yep. but he's in this environment where he calls this other person dad. They do their things together and then he gets confused yep. and they find out later on, spoiler alert, if you're planning on watching, skip ahead. Um, but they find out later on that the kid uh is his dad had left the family and so now he is he won't call nathan nathan he's only calling nathan dad and it is fascinating but a really good point and imagine if you go to school with that kid oh god that poor kid and your parents have seen that episode yeah and you're talking to him and they come to pick you up well, he's just going to have to find out the condoms.com, find the condoms.com kid. And <laughs> they, they start will a support be best group. friends. They'll start a support um, okay, group. Okay. Okay. I do have to say in an effort to play devil's advocate for the fame thing, mm-hmm. um, we can argue that maybe it's not like the best way to develop the most um, well-adjusted kid. However, I think I would love to be famous and live in a world that where everyone is nice to me and gives me everything I want, even if it means I'm not relatable. Oh, absolutely. Well, now that I have a personality. So should we really take that away from people, the opportunity to get to live in their own little universe? (laughs) Like I'm stretching. They should be able to opt into it when they're like 16. Okay. Okay. Oh, so now it's six. Okay. 16. Well, yeah. Okay. So I think we do like the summer camp model. Great. Until, yeah. Until maybe you're like 16 and you can take your GED and then you can. Okay. Great. Okay. So we're still doing legal 18 and then. Yeah. Cause like, like, you know, that's the age where like kids become lifeguards. You know what I mean? Like it just becomes. It's where it's where kids can start getting like W twos. <laughs> yeah, I know. But but to the fame thing, I so I uh, am in some of the reductress photos. Yes. Um, and there's one where I'm looking out a window, and the headline is like "Woman with nothing, woman for whom nothing going right takes solace in having a huge ass." Which <laughs> I did not write that headline, so I can't I can't take credit for that. But so my face and that has gone viral almost every time it's posted. Amazing. And my friends will tell me, will send me screenshots of when like celebrities or influencers they follow, put that on their stories. Amazing. And literally right before I came here, my friend who I've known since I was five was like, isn't it crazy that probably a million people have seen this photo of you? Like, (laughs) and I was like, that's not crazy. I always knew I was going to be famous. Like, no, like that is right to me that I am recognizable. (laughs) The face of the big ass anonymous woman. (laughs) I am the face and ass of 
That's incredible. Yeah. I love that. So you see, so you knew and you knew you would be adjusted to the idea. Fantastic. I would, I would like to think that I would be the Hillary death. Oh, she's great. Heard great things. I've heard great things. She seems really lovely and her family is cute and yeah her family and that I mean I think that's key I think I that's key in terms of you know developing a good family structure yeah. is helpful yeah yeah that's good I love these ideas let's see what else I have for you oh so okay just, sorry oh, no, go ahead. One fact. like there's just so much heartbreak in the industry that like a kid should not have to deal with like best case scenario you love your job and you love going to set every day and then it gets canceled oh so true I mean when when Just Have Magic got canceled and those girls shot their last scene the weeping that took place <laughs> I mean I was like oh my god now I'm crying because this is so and those girls were, were lovely yeah so fantastic again they're still kids so I don't know how anyone will turn out but um but yeah you're right it's a tragedy that being said I probably cried that hard when I got cut from anything growing up <laughs> right but then you dealt in like a kid private way way it's not like a you had a mom you're right and you had right. like your life didn't change as a result of it you didn't have to like so go back right. to school and stop getting a certain amount of money you're so right you just still went to school the next day and coped yeah you're so right yeah. Wow. Fascinating. I know be, growing up on sets is a really interesting concept. Like imagine an executive who takes it upon themselves to fire a child. Oh man. Tough. Like when kids get replaced in stuff. Oh, that's tough. Oh, can you I should tell not you be allowed to fire a child, child acting story. Okay. This one's a little heartbreaking, but on one of the shows I was on, um, there was an actor and she was fantastic, completely delightful. Young girl. Um, young girl. Okay. Her mom was remarkably kind and smart and you know this was something that they were doing but they were very much like they will be going to school had boundaries um when we started filming this young girl uh through the cameras we could start to see that she was growing a little mustache and you have to tell her to shave well so i didn't have to do anything uh but one of the eps was like we're just gonna bring it up to um you know bring it up to her mom and just say we just don't want you to be blindsided when this comes out like you know if you want to wax it or whatever we can you know pay to get it done later the little girl came up to the ep and said i thought we were making a show about female empowerment <laughs> and all of our stupid horrible hearts were like we are all going to hell this she's so right leave your beautiful lip hun like <sighs> Like also, by the way, she stole all the scenes. Like she, she was remarkable, is still acting to this day. And I hope crushing it. I hope maintaining that sense. But oh. I was like, can you believe like that? Oh, just it stuck with me forever. Cause I was like, oh my God, thank, thank God that she had like the wherewithal to like say something like that yeah, and then choose to keep it and do, or maybe she didn't. I'm not sure. I mean, but that also just like shows the hopefully strides we're making as a culture that the kids are so strong smart because i remember like uh you know she has interesting politics but um candace cameron beret from mm. full house like went through a little chubby phase and yeah. she was like listen like i don't think she was necessarily bullied but she was like i don't know that i would want like my children to go through their Ugh. chubby phase on network television no <laughs> like, definitely not you know that being said when i was a kid it used to like hurt my heart anytime another kid was cast as the chubby kid who was then the butt of the joke which i think we're thankfully finally starting to understand fat phobia and that being fat does not mean you're not healthy mm -hmm. and doesn't deserve to be criticized so we're seeing less 
you know, fat shaming jokes. But what if that was your life? What if you grew up? Well, what, what if, if that you was were your cast job and getting cast as fat kid yeah. who eats lots of cake and then the whole joke is like, okay, fatty, yeah. I, I used to break my heart. Like, what if there's a um, an agent who comes up to you, uh, you know, you you memorize your little monologue and you're so excited, you're performing at a showcase yeah. and the agent comes up to you after and says, I can get you a role as a creep. Oh, totally. Like, <laughs> there's some things that you should be doing every day of your life. <laughs> I'm, sure I'm, I'm sure I've told this story on the podcast before. And, and if so, please go ahead. And oh, I know it. what well, you're going to say. The, my the girl who gets class. dumped a yes, lot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I was typecast as the girl who gets dumped a lot and I couldn't understand for the life. Which of is me. also not true. You are very happily married. I, I mean, I literally turned around and I was like, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> I have a boyfriend and I want you to know I am lovable. I am lovable. I have in fact been dumped a lot and you're not wrong, Ugh. but I am loved. I'm currently loved uh so insane um that's really that's really wild um i mean we've talked about the successes of mara versus the lack of successes from Jeanette mccurdy who by the way is thriving now i fucking love that she's getting this renaissance me too i mean her mom did have to die for it to happen uh, it's, i don't think she deserved anything she went through obviously like, but I'm, what i'm saying is i'm thrilled to see that she seems to be on the other end of something. I'm sure. No, no, no. I mean, that's what I'm saying though, is like her, her, that is not a result of like someone giving her a pep talk or like giving her therapy. She was like, I went to therapy, but my mom was still in my life. So I kept being anorexic and like she had to get pushed out of the industry and then her mom had to die for her to like a Phoenix rise, rise from from the the ashes. (laughs) Rise from the ashes. I just like saying it, at the, whispering it at the same time. Rise from the ashes. ashes. <laughs> um, okay, uh, I have another question for you. Okay, so you already agreed that similar um, constraints should be placed for children in music, it sounds like, to avoid some of those pitfalls. I don't know enough about the music industry to thoughtfully weigh in. Uh-huh. Um, like, I don't know what it does to a child mentally to go on tour like I don't I I just haven't been in that world I can't imagine it's not very similar I think it's got to be very weird I also think like it must be really different depending on the situation like the Jonas Brothers were a family unit and like you know what I mean like but arguably they're still like one that's the cool one like it's like when one of your brothers is more famous for the thing you're all doing together yeah I mean you're also giving up all your like nights and weekends to perform it's hard, but like, I think that that was probably like mentally healthier than like the One Direction guys just oh, being like thrown together, plucked out of obscurity yeah. and made the most famous boys in the whole world. Yeah. I find those, those farms insane. I was reading like the, um, you know, Spice Girls books and like the TLC books, you know, for Girls 5 Eva. And it's so fascinating how it's like we auditioned and then we were put in a house to see mm-hmm. if we had chemistry. And then we were group. It's like, yep. oh, there was nothing organic about nope. any of this. It was a bunch of algorithms looking to mishmatch yeah. people who were like, you know, at the time when it was like diversity is the blonde, the brunette and the redhead. <laughs> One black girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, fascinating. Uh, my other question, the industry is like, what about like the Olympics and sports? Um, Kids who get into it super young. I don't, I don't know because there are so many sports. It is normal for kids to do sports. Mm -hmm. And then some of them are so good that they don't just do it after school. They do it all the time. Mm -hmm. And it depends on the sport. Like you don't have children playing professional basketball, but they do gymnastics. 
I'm not even going to get into it. I know. (laughs) Literally all of them got abused. So like, I don't know about that. Yeah. Agreed. Um, just, just an interesting thought experiment. No need to elaborate. I had thought about it because that is another way they become famous and then they have sponsorships and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they are playing. They may not be doing press all the time, but they are practicing all the time. It takes over your whole life. So yeah, I don't know about that. Um, but they're not being asked to do. I don't know. It's kind of weird. They are with their they are with their peer group mm-hmm. more than I think child actors are. I think child actors are thrust into an adult world, and I think um, like if you're, I don't know, like a, a figure skater, you're at least with mostly people. Are you? But you're, you're, you, I feel like usually it's you and your coach and your parents. Yeah, I guess they're not really friends with each other. No, <laughs> like that's way more isolating than, you know, a team sport. I can't think of many kid team sports. I guess technically you're put on a team for gymnastics. But again, I think that's just like picking the Spice Girls. Yeah. Right. I don't Maybe know. Maybe I'm against child uh, doing athletics things as well. Child success. Yeah. <laughs> I'm against paying children. Yeah, it's tough. It's, it's not, really, really it's tough. So, it's so, this other thing is like, it's so stressful to be an adult. Yes. Like we all complain about it all the time. You're like, why do I have to pay bills? Mm-hmm. Why do I have to deal with this? And it's like, don't, okay, don't make children do that. I know. It, it, it's tough too. In, in several cases that I've seen, um, the child is the household breadwinner. And oftentimes mm-hmm. on set, there there has to be a parent who stays legally mm-hmm. until a certain age. So that parent can't actually be working. And that's why they take their money because that's how they pay Yes. Rent. But so then, you know, it usually becomes like the whole momager thing, which yeah. I actually totally get if you are sacrificing this time and, you know, 10% or whatever. But to have that be how your family lives. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, who am I to judge? I've never been in the position of having to go to work for my family. Right. Um, but it's still just an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. And I don't like it. I don't Tough. think it should be illegal. Tough. Okay. Lastly, you said okay. that some of the shows should be um, animated, mm-hmm. uh, but that others could be live action but we shouldn't have children so how are we casting like six through eight we cast an adults getting on their knees like what are we talking here do we need okay do we need them though or can they just be like implied to be there well it depends if they're like the lead or not what about like what about like eighth grade she's like 12 right okay great oh this is the oh this is another well Okay, it's tough. If the show is aimed at children, yes, you might have to just have it be like they shoot six episodes and air a lot of reruns, or okay. like, or you know, maybe you have like twenty shows, okay, and so that each kid, no one kid, has to do too much work. Maybe we have huge ensembles. We saturate the market. Yeah, we saturate <laughs> like huge ensembles, uh-huh. like so many kids just doing a little bit yeah. of acting. Mm-hmm. So that's one fix. I don't think that we need to have nearly as many kids in um, things aimed at adults. I don't think kids' inner lives are all that interesting. (laughs) And I think that they're often used as the punchline of a joke, but there's not really that much that's like funny about. Like, I don't like, (laughs) no, like they're. (laughs) I hear you. They're not you don't really need them. Like I think um, the amount that 
uh, Ben was on Friends was like perfect. Oh, Ben. Where it was like a big part of Ross's character was being a dad. Yeah. And he was often like, okay, I'm going to go pick Ben up. Like he would, yeah. he, you were meant to think that it was a big part of his life, but you did not have to spend a lot of time with that yeah, character. They also did a great job with jokes of being like, what about Ben? And yeah. everyone's like, oh, right. We, right. He has Ben. And like, I, I think that that's fine. Got it. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I think that's completely delightful. Um, and now before we go, we also discussed a mini hill that I would love to get into because oh, it really yes. made me giggle. Let's go to the mini hill. Okay. Um, stop posting Instagram pictures with a big emoji covering your kid's face. <laughs> so I know that this sounds like it's the opposite of my big hill because I'm like, expose your kid more yeah, it's so funny <laughs> following up this like stop it with like stop putting the emojis i love this hill uh go for it um i have so much to say i think it it looks terrible <laughs> i think it's like tacky how so um because it like it just completely removes any pretense that like instagram is like art or candids because it's like obviously that's not natural but it's also not like a picture you put enough thought into that you didn't then have to like slap a sticker on it later. Sure. But the fact that you believe Instagram is just art and candids is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Like, now, I would say 99.9% so... of Instagram is very heavily curated or edited. Right. But okay. Then curate it enough that you don't have to do this. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? So here's my thing. Okay. okay, okay. So I think it just looks tacky. I think it looks bad. I think especially like the the um the message the text is don't look at my child's face mm -hmm. but the subtext is look at my child's body <laughs> <laughs> because we're still gonna look at your kid no, right like, it's still oh that's so funny it's still like, that's really funny so i was just like i don't want to really look at like your kid's midsection so in the reverse i've seen like cute faces but they'll use the emoticon to like cover up a butt sure you're okay with that it's I've like seen a that less. Okay, okay, okay. But the covering up the face thing, it's very like, yeah. I it's so I just think like you want the points, like you want the likes. Sure. And you want to share things, but you want to also be seen as a good parent. Okay. Who protects their kids' privacy, but not so much that you still won't just like post. Like, A, you don't have to post your kid. Yeah, true. <laughs> you don't have to post your kid. You could have a private account that just your trusted friends follow and mm -hmm. then you could show your kid's face. Mm -hmm. Like technically that's not respecting their private, but like it's a different thing sure. from just putting it out there. If, if, if the point of the post is the caption, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. if it's like you wanted to post something from their birthday party to like reflect on what two years of parenthood means to you, post a picture of the cake, <laughs> post a picture of their favorite stuffed animal, sure. like something that I'm allowed to look at. Don't <laughs> tease me. Don't show me this is a photo, but you're not allowed to see the whole thing. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. I, so and that feels so much pervier. <laughs> that's another. Oh, it feels pervier just, to look no, at the no, cake. No, no, no. It's so much oh, funny yeah. just to be like, show me the face. <laughs> yeah, like, don't. It, it's so. And it's also like, I know you want to see my kid's face. It's Ooh, my, weird. my kid's naughty face. Like, don't equate a face with a butt, you know? Like, what do you think <laughs> I'm going to do with your kid's face? Like, I, what is the reason parents do it? Because, like, they can't thing. consent. And the, okay. so it's okay. like, I'm not going to put my kid's face out there until they are okay with it okay but you're right but it is but then they are putting their body out so it's a little bit of a double it's so yeah I, I thought it was like one of those like 
famous people make their kids wear masks things so that you stay away from their kids and feels like a little presumptuous that like all these people are coming after I kid. absolutely think it started with famous people and then trickled down which right. is also another reason I'm like look nobody kidding like just right. like, <laughs> right. you are not a big enough deal yeah you're like Kelly from middle school like yeah. why am I following you and you're covering your kids faces um, <laughs> that's so and funny. then uh, I will say my favorite like way to have it both ways okay Mindy Kaling. Yes. It's strange because so much of her Instagram behavior is uh, very odd, I would say. <laughs> but the one thing that she really excels at is showing but not showing her kids. Interesting. How so? She has just a couple photos. She's a son and a daughter. Mm-hmm. She has, it's usually her holding her kid like over the shoulder. Okay. So they're both in the photo uh-huh. and you can see Mindy's face and you just happen to be behind the kid. Great. She has a photo where it's her daughter like running toward her uh-huh. and she's reaching out her arms and the photographer is behind her daughter. Uh-huh. So again, it's like just from the angle of the photo, sure. you happen to not see her face. Okay, great. And she has a photo of her son standing up in his crib, like looking at his shadow and you can see the whole, and you get the whole image. You get the whole little story. You get, you feel like you're seeing a wow, cute moment, very but you cute. happen to not see his face. Interesting. And I'm like, this is so cute. I feel like I'm getting a little glimpse, but his privacy. Yes. And for Mindy, respected. I understand it because she is a famous woman. And she's choosing to raise her kids like as a single mom. Yes, so, like, exactly. Is- and wanting to, and I understand wanting to remain a sense of privacy when yeah. you live in a world where you probably don't have a lot yourself. Yeah. Um, so that's it. So that's, and I think that she just like, ever, like nailed hits it. the nail on the head. Nailed it. Like, Good job to the photographer. I feel like I'm able to see the whole photo. Great. I feel like, and, and there's no like ugly emoji staring at me. Like and I will say, the I know I'm like rambling on and I on. I love it. I love it. I will say the one exception to my hill is if it's like a big group picture that kids happen to be in. Totally. So like if it's like the whole wedding party and the the flower girl is sitting up front and you just want to post the photo and there's no way to get her out of the photo. Like, yeah, just like stick a little emoji Great. on there. I my, get that. My sister's uh, daycare does that where they will take pictures of the kids, but then if they send my sister a picture of her daughter, um, if there's other kids in the background, they will emoji the other kid's face Mm -hmm. so that they're not sending pictures of other children to other parents. And I find that completely appropriate. Absolutely. And that's not Instagram. No, exactly. See, this is the thing is like, this is your, your, you don't have to post. Correct. But yeah, I think that's, at, yeah, respect kids' privacy in yeah. like a professional. It's occurring context. To me now. Can you request in a yearbook that your yearbook photo be covered up now with an emoticon? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I don't know. Just curious. Um, I love that. I love that mini hill so much. It's really, really dang delightful. Um, I'm extremely opinionated, so I'll. Oh, I would love to come back. And- oh my God, come back and do all of them. Do a hundred more mini hills, real hills, all of the above. Astrology is fake. Oh <laughs> Fun. Oh, I will take you down on astrology is fake. Oh my God, you guys uh, be ready for Lizzie Hill number two because that's okay, great. hot. Astrology is very real. <laughs> this is my podcast. I'm editing there. How? <laughs> explain to all me right, how. all right all right thank you so much for doing this is there anything else that you would like to die on before i read you your eulogy um jews are the best kind of people <laughs> 
Ah, all right, and here's your eulogy. We have gathered here today to celebrate the life of Lizzie Logan, who tragically died on the hill of child acting should be illegal. Lizzie is survived by a number of wonderful projects, including her new substack, Lizzie Logan is a Genius, which is lizzie5zslogan.substack.com. Uh, you can follow Lizzie's legacy on Instagram and Twitter at Lizzie Logan, which is L I Z Z Z Z Z I E L O G A N. Honestly, you've crushed it today. Thank this you. This was a blast. Hey guys, thank you for listening to Hills I Die On. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review letting us know what you think. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at Hills I Die On Podcast and on Twitter at Hills I Die On. Follow me on Twitter slash Instagram at I'm Taylor Cox. Thanks again for listening and hope to see you next week.